Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. we got to have that killer mindset, uh, aggressive mentality to really take teams out of the game and just not allow them to uh, keep it close. So uh, I was proud of the way we took care of the football, but you got to have that aggressive mentality to, uh, to score points. And it's, it's not just the calls. It's got to be everybody on the field. Uh, it's got to be a player's mindset. You know, Max, when you get a turnover, you know what I'm talking about, too. You want to you want to drive a stake through the heart of the beast that you're playing against, right? I mean, you really want to be able to turn that baby around. You've just suffered. Uh, they have just suffered a takeaway. And, you know, uh, there's that changeover and everything. And all of a sudden, boom. You know who was big on that was Bruce Arians. Remember that? I mean, Bruce, oh, wanted, yeah. he wanted to go for the end zone on something big after you guys took the ball away from somebody or when he got around midfield. But, you know, that is, that's true. I mean, I love that sort of attitude. You want to take it to them right away, no question about it. But the Steelers scored only 17 points off five turnovers, but 10 were only scored by the offense. Now, Mitch was 20, you know, he did the 21 of 38, buck 94, one TD, but zero INT. Uh, INTs, my friend. But here's where he was two of seven on attempts over 20 yards. His two longest completions, if you remember, were in the overtime. That tremendous one-hander by Deontay Johnson for 25. And then the Muth was loose over the middle, and he pulled in a 26-yarder. And those, to me, you know, I think about this game, and I look at that Mitch, and he's talking about having that killer mindset to go for the gold, make sure you you drive that stake into in, into the, the the heart of your opponent there, and I know that the game rolled out conservatively because of how it started and everything. Um, they took some shots, you know, they took some shots down the field, and I think it was smart to be a little, you know, careful with the ball ball security because you're talking about the first time out for for Mitch Trubisky and you know the Steelers. As the Steelers, you know, quarterback replacing Ben Roethlisberger, um, it wasn't. I think it was time to be a little conservative, not to game plan conservative, but it rolled out kind of conservatively because of how the game unfolded. No, it it definitely was, and like you said, it, you have to pick and choose your points where you're going to be aggressive. 
And I thought at the beginning of the game, right, I thought it was novel to come out and go go kind of no huddle up tempo. Absolutely. That's, that's not conservative. That, yeah, that's not conservative. And I thought it's that change up. But the problem is you can't go three and out. If you go well, <laughs> yeah. okay, good point. Good point by you. <laughs> yeah, can't go three and out, though. No. Man, we want to we want to we want to burn the rubber off. We talked about starting fast. We're gonna start fast. But the problem is, it's, it's like man, I can't wait. It's like revving the engine at the stoplight, right? And you're like, okay, when this thing hits green, I'm about I'm about I'm about to put put the pedal to the metal, and then all of a sudden your car stalls because you. Because you forget you forgot to take it out of neutral, all right? <laughs> I have done like, that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you, you, it has to be those moments. I mean, you want to play the chess match at the beginning, right? That's why you script your top fifteen to see, okay, what do they do against these type of things, and then now we craft the game plan after that to attack what we did good in those first 15 and alter some of the things we didn't do so well to see right, if we can get a better right. result, right? That, that's, that's the game within the game aspect of it because if you're just calling plays mindlessly and there's no relation to it, then, it, it's, then all of it's aggressive play at yes. that point because you're not learning anything in the process. Right, right. You're just simply going and doing. All right, we're going to just send these two plays and let's see if it sticks. Um, but you know the one I do like the chess and gamesmanship that's involved, and, that, and that's what you're going to need against Bill Belichick come mm-hmm. Sunday. He is a master of that. He's taking in information at all times, and he is looking for the tactical and advantage in various on you. ways. And I will say no more. <laughs> yes, yes, we need not say any more. Probably could have a seventh Super Bowl um, if if. if, if Camcorders weren't left on in certain places. Um, we're, we're, but, we're not going there, my friend. Uh, we're not. We're, we're not. We're not. We're not going there again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean that that that's one of the prime examples where you look at it, you say, hey man, um, what what what's going on here? Like they're doing this when we're in this front, you know. And I was watching. I watched the. Um, the Dolphins and uh, Patriots game mm-hmm. uh, late last night and early this morning before our show. And I was just kind of watching. I wanted to see defensively what they were doing. Right. Um, you know, I didn't really focus as much on the offense because that offense is – it can move. Yeah. <laughs> but they work against themselves so much. It was just – those things it was like, mentally, I can't even go there. I can go there tomorrow. <laughs> um, but, but, not, but not last night this morning. I was like, let me just focus in on the defense. And you can see the defense definitely adjusted from the first quarter throughout the game to combat some of their things, and they were switching between a five-down type of three-four, a three-three look, mm-hmm. where you're getting both outside backers and three-down linemen in there, right. but only one backer and then a safety dropping in the box, and then also between a four-down look, a four-two nickel. Yep. So they were kind of doing some things to combat the run game because Chase Edmonds for Miami was having success running the football, and then they were trying to kind of pressure Tua, and they didn't really get to him as much as you would have thought a traditional New England team does, especially when they're putting that front out there like that. Let me ask so, you something, because just curious, uh, uh, just a quick glance over it. I've just watched some of the film. Does anybody in that front end of the, the, the Patriots, does any of them scare you? Because none of them scare me. You know what I mean? Uh, if, if I was no. an offensive lineman. I mean, looking at them, I was just surprised, you know? I mean – they seem to be 
a, a group of mushrushers. Yeah. Yeah. J- 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 hey, just a bu- just a bunch of Jimmys and Joes. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, cause, because I mean, when, when we look at it, okay. So for all of our fans out there, you know, the the front of uh, of that defense, uh, Dietrich Wise Jr., um, Davon Gottschall, Christian Barmore, Matthew Judon is probably He's the good. best He's, of yes, them. Yes. You know, and then um, and then we also have was uh, Raquan McMillan, yes. uh, from from uh, from the Raiders. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean they're solid guys. Like, like individually if you ta- if you ta- solid. Yes. Yeah. If you take them for granted, yes, they can make oh, you yeah. pay. But also, when you talk about bunch rushing, like they're very body on body rushing. Like all yeah. of them are are engagement. None of them are looking to get the edge and try and force you on it. They want to go down the middle of you more often than not. So I think that plays advantage us. Well, you know? I do. I, I agree with you. And we got to we'll get more into this as we move along in the week here. But I mean, looking at it and I, I think about it, um, just watching, I wonder that's part parcel of, you know, playing to it. What I can't even pronounce his last Tua name. To a Tonga Vailoa. Thank Tonga you. Tonga Vailoa. All right. He's so mobile there. You've got to maintain rush lanes and be able to, Go down the middle of the guy because if you don't, he can kill you with his feet. But you know what, Mitch, Mitch is awfully mobile too. Yeah, well, hey, hey, listen, he he he's got swivel hips. He's got a little Elvis in the system, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, so you know, he he's got sweet feet. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past you know Mitch as well. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them to have a similar approach to rushing Mitch as they did against. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they're hoping for better result. Right, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't see them going too outside the box on Mitch, especially right. since he's a more veteran quarterback, <clears throat> you know, than than Tua Tagovailoa. So I would expect something similar where they're they're mul- they're they're mixing up the fronts, going multiple, like five on the line to right. four on the line, and then possibly even some three man line stuff. I think to confuse him with some of the zone stuff because the zone stuff still is. Something I haven't seen Mitch truly master that yet, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna continue to show that to him because that's even even for the Bengals. Like even though because they were getting a lot of pressure for four man pressure, so they could drop you know they could drop seven guys. They could play some Tampa two looks. They could also play some <clears throat> some really some really complex cover three and cover six fence style coverage, uh, and that's where Mitch also was having some trouble like hitting it. So I wouldn't be surprised if they try and do that around it. But I think they're gonna have to bring that fourth. I think they're gonna have to bring that fifth guy. Um, to 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 simulate that pressure, but I think it would be more of the same, where it's going to be more man on base style blocking. I, we're just going to drive you back into him and try and constrict the pocket versus trying to get exotic with the blitzes. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I you know what I agree with you for the most part. I'm, I look at that and I right now I think I, there's no doubt in my mind we can run the ball on these guys. I mean, I really yes. I really think we can go after them. Um, they, there's. The the God Show guy, he's he's a good size. He's he's a bit of a heavy hoofer there. But um I frankly I, I think you can get after these guys. No, I think you can and you saw and you saw Miami do it. And here's the thing. When I watched the I mean, Miami was coming off the ball. Right. Which was I was like, okay, these guys are pissed off. Whatever McDaniel said to them, these boys are are coming off the ball and they're hitting. Um I hope that our offensive line, when watching this film is like I can go do that too, yes. right? Because they've been because that, right. that's the film they've been watching. I'm hoping they also get a little bit about like, man, we could run on these. We we can flat back these dudes. We can pancake them, yep. and we can drive them off the ball. And the linebackers often get lost in the sauce. 
Yep. Because of because of the push that Miami was was uh, was was giving them, so I would love to see our guys come off running duo, running a little a little bit of trap action or some mm-hmm. counter, and just take the fight to them. Just don't even mess t- with the zone outside tackle stuff. I will tell you those the counter traps that the Steelers ran, they were one block, half a block from from busting some big ones. I mean, they were very yeah. close. They, even in the opener when they ran that, what we used to call a brown nine, when the tight end, the pitch to the tight end. I'm Again, James Daniels, he gets that block. And, I, I mean, the Muth has is, is got at least 10 yards before anybody gets near him. You know, and that, that, those yeah. types of the counter traps, you know how you got to seal those down blocks, down block, down block, double team, what have you. You've got to seal that whole wall, and then you just got to get somebody to go inside out and get the trap, which is – the essence of the trapping game, the trapping guard, trapping tackle, what have you, whether being whammed by a tight end, you got to get that inside-out position, and you do that, and by golly, all of a sudden it's going to open up. I think they're close. They are close. The one thing i got to say is that backside cutoff is crucial. Yes, it is. Well, You're right. That You're right. Because because we saw – I'm not, I'm not going to call any names out. No. Nope. But on two, two of those, ones that looked like they were going to open, like the hole was wide open. Yep. And Najee got swallowed up immediately. It was yep. because that backside cutoff block by somebody did not did not get made. Don't you and, hate when that happens? <laughs> and you you can't turn Trey Hendrickson or Sam Hubbard free no. in the C gap. It's no. just like like that's just asking for trouble because there's nothing to pull him for contain. Right. And that's what that's what and that's what the, that's why you have to kind of what we call du- du- double double swipe. You got to swipe in, swipe back out. And it's a hinge step that you must make. And if you don't do that hinge step, or you take that hinge step for granted, that inside the inside movement because you're trying right. to get to the outside quicker, that's when guys get you on the backside um, uh, run through, and that's what can kill a lot of those plays because everybody's attention is front side, you know, and especially the running back. I'm sure if the running back saw it, he'd probably hesitate and then try and cut it back through that backside gap because it's vacated. Once that defensive end decides to cut it off to the inside, mm-hmm. there's no contain responsibility anymore. So technically, if a running back is that is that in tune with it, you could literally stop on a dime, cut back across that end's motion is gonna his momentum is gonna take him outside the play to the play side, and it's gonna have a crease on the backside. Not what you want to do, no. but when you watch it. It, I mean, it makes total sense. And we've seen some of the best. Like Fred Taylor was excellent at that. Right. You could be running counter front side. Fred knew if if the defensive end was having a bead on the tight end or the tackle, mm-hmm. and he would literally take it a little bit wider, hesitate, and just one step cut backside gone. And you'd be like, oh, my God, that's the greatest cutback ever. You're like, no, that was a trap to the front side. Yes. And he took it to the place he was not supposed to go to. Right. And he made it look easy. So – that's just one of those things where as you get into rhythm, and that's what it takes working with your offensive line and that running back and offensive line relationship to start working the working that thought process and sitting in there watching film with each other and talking it through mentally how it's going to look, what to expect, but also the running back, like I said, hold a card to yourself. Don't let me know that you can cut backside on a counter play. <laughs> yeah, right. Because then I might, I might I, that might be in my head to try and create it versus just running the play and letting it happen naturally. So there's just once again, this is that melding and that and that understanding that chemistry process that you go through and with the new line, this is something that you would probably be talking about year 2, year 3 about um if the line's been together and they've been with that running back, those are the nuances you can work on, but 
Right now, it's making sure you lock down your assignment and make sure the place stays the way the place is supposed to go. You know, it, it's you know we'll we'll do the scouting report tomorrow. But the fact is, part of that, and on the flip side of that, was looking at the New England line, which does a great job of just maintaining content. These guys don't blow anybody off the ball. Even Trent Brown, who's so big and strong, I mean, he can kill people. You know, go Gators. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, is yeah, he a Gator? I didn't know he oh, was yeah. a Gator. Yeah, Trent. Yeah, Big Trent. Yeah, TB is TB's a Gator. I didn't know that. That's a large man with, with great feet, man. I mean, you watch him. It's I, like, going, wow. I mean, That's ridiculous. Are you surprised? But, look, at who you, look at who your co-host is. I know. I know. You just you got those sweet feet, them. man. I, yeah, I, I'm absolutely. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> pandering, pandering for positivity, Wolf. That's all I was doing. <laughs> That's good. That's all right. You know, let's go, let's go break bread with some uh, lasagna together. That's it. That's what we'll do. But you know, oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, sidetrack. I'm sorry. You just you just took. I just saw a video of a guy who made a garlic a stuffed uh, garlic bread, a lasagna stuffed garlic bread. Oh. It was oh. the most glorious thing I'd You're ever. Speaking seen. Like, the how, words of love, there, my friend. How do you put those two things together? And why haven't I had this before? Oh, That's man. all I could think. Of. I'll send you the video, Wolf. Don't I worry. Lo- please, I love garlic. You know, you put the garlic yeah. in the sauce. You put the garlic in the it's whatever, just, man. That's good I, stuff. Once, once again, it keep, it keeps the vampires away, Wolf. So it does. I don't know why people try and downgrade garlic. Like I, that. They you know, shouldn't. It, yep. It's good for your health. It's good for your heart. You know, garlic, garlic, garlic. Love it. So I'm right there in the same. <laughs> Once again, we do have to break bread. Maybe in Buffalo, we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hit some garlic. To, yeah. We'll hit some Italian with some with some wings. Ooh, 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 ooh. Maybe we've got to find. Maybe go over to the the Anchor Bar, huh? The, yeah, the yeah, original hey, home hey. of the Buffalo wings. And all all the, sorts of good eatery. Oh, yeah, exactly. Now make sure I, I'm gonna have you bring your mouth guard, though. <laughs> My mouth just, guard. Yeah, just to make sure you, you know, because because you you chipped your tooth on 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 a chicken wing. So I'm just I'm just trying to protect I you. you. I know. Because I don't want you talking on the films like this because you have no more teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just trying to make sure that you're not gonna be over there. Gumby, you know, uh, just spring a mouth guard. That's a, that's all I said. Or or you have to go boneless wings. I mean, one or the other. I don't know. Uh, so. Boneless wings. <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen, I'm trying to protect Craig. I'm trying to protect my part. It's called being a good wingman in this situation. And literally a wingman oh, to the wingman. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I've oh. got, I got a cramp in my abs. <laughs> See, exactly. So while Wolf stretches out his cramps, we're going to step aside for a break real fast. <laughs> hey, subscribe, subscribe to SNR's newest podcast. The Godfather of Pittsburgh sports is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Savern on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh-huh. Today. So go download it, everybody. Subscribe today. Available on the Steelers Mobile app, iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks here on ESPN Radio and SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. It's football, man. I think we're, I was just out there trying to do whatever we could to win the game. Uh, whether that's frustrating my opponents, not letting them celebrate and do their thing, you know, that's what I got to do. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, 
for the reigning AFC Defensive Player of the Week, Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka, do what you do. I don't even – there's no justification. You don't need to answer for that. It's just, hey, just do put a little – sprinkle a little Minka magic <laughs> wherever you go. It's like fairy dust for, for, for defensive players on the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? Just sprinkle your fairy dust wherever you want. Um you know, but looking back at that, I thought that was a, a, a pertinent point that he made is, yeah, I want to make sure I frustrate him. And he did 14 tackles on the day, a pick six. <laughs> like, what else can you do um, for a guy who felt slighted last year and for a guy who I think was was rightfully snubbed? I mean, we went into it yesterday. We're not going to go um, back into we're not going to delve back into it. You can go to our podcast and you can download yesterday's <laughs> show. On the Steelers mobile app, iHeart, or wherever you podcastify. Um, but um, it, it was one of those things where that's the mentality you need from your leaders, right? Right. You need that just I, – I just – I don't want you to celebrate anything. I don't even – I don't even care. You know, like, what was it, Thursday night, the the one dude, his – uh, his sister, I think they did like a gender reveal after he did a oh, touchdown yeah. or something. Right, right. I can't yes. remember who it was, but I'm I don't like, either, I don't but yeah, I remember. It, if I'm Minka, I'm like, listen, I don't want that guy doing a gender. I want him to do a gender reveal after a two yard loss. You know what I'm saying? Because he realizes he's not going to get into the end zone. Like I need, I need you to have that level of of despair and frustration um, at the end of it. So I, I, I completely applaud it. So now we've heard a killer mentality and a guy who doesn't want the other team celebrating. Like that's why he does what he does. So I hope they carry that same energy and vigor into Acrisure to defend the, the the roost, so to speak, the um, roost. going into <laughs> the roost. I, I was I was like, how, I was like, because I just said stadium, so it's like I can't say defend the stadium, and it's like hmm. home turf would have been the other option. I couldn't say nest because we're not a bird um, mascot, right, um, right? So you're trying to figure out a creative name. So I, I went with roost. Um, it sounded good because they sounded like roosters. You know, a rooster defends his area. He walks around and has a, has a little the little thing on his head, you know, and he puffs his chest out. You know, I just figured it was that. I just went way too descriptive <laughs> of that. Okay. Well, this is my dad. Now, my dad grew up pretty poor, okay? He and his family, um, there, there wasn't a lot of entertainment. You know, this is back in, you know, uh, what the the – I'm trying to think. Hee-haw days. Yeah, hee-haw days. days. <laughs> you know, it's hard to describe, but but my dad, when he was a boy, one of the things they had was the, the, there was a neighbor next door that had a banny rooster. You know what a banny rooster is? You know, it's that's oh. a tough bird, you know, because you got the rooster. You got the rooster in the hen house and all that stuff, but the banny rooster was, he was one of them roosters that just liked to fight. You know, so when, when they were kids, when they were like yeah. seven, eight years old, they would go, they, they would get a garbage can lid and a stick and they put on this, this, um, big fur jacket they pulled out of a trash can somewhere and they would go in to fight the banny rooster. <laughs> oh my God. Now you think about this, you got, you got like a group of four or five boys, you know, they're all like six yeah. to eight, nine years old and they're, they're around the, the, the rooster pen, you know, or whatever. And, yeah. and one kid goes in like a gladiator with a garbage can lid and a little stick yeah. and he's got this wool jacket on. And I, I remember mean, the story my dad was, this one buddy of his, his name was Frankie. <laughs> Frankie goes in there and the rooster got inside the big fur coat. Oh, my God. Frankie's oh, screaming, Jesus. let me out, let me out. And they, 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 they didn't open no, the gate. No, they're not going to open the gate because you're smuggling the rooster. No. 
<laughs> we can't let him terrorize all of us. We got to take turns with that coat. I was like, now the coat's ruined. Now it has to go back in the trash because it's probably uh, pecked holes all through the armor. Exactly. You, know? you, you lost that yeah. bout, Frankie. <laughs> what are you going to yeah. say? <laughs> but you know what's funny? You said gladiator. All I could think about was Monty Python, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like that is prime Monty Python skit waiting to happen oh, right there. Oh, my heavens. Uh, you you just you just need the clapping now. He's like like he's on a horse chasing down the chasing yes. it down chasing the banny rooster down. Oh, there you go. He's like galloping oh. in a circle in the pen. No, um, Are, no, that, you that's, know who's that's laughing funny. right now is Hoopy. Hoopy's listening to this and she she remembers those stories. Oh, <laughs> that was so gosh. funny that I remember that. Oh my goodness! But anyhow, continuing yeah. on after I again shot yeah. off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but but you know it brings it back in perspective, right? You want to make sure the Banny Rooster doesn't get it in the Steelers' coat. There you, you go. You know what I'm saying? Yes, because you're 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 coming in. They're coming into our environment. Yes, and we're making sure that we protect our home field advantage because that's the biggest thing. Is that you want to protect home field advantage? You want to make home. A place I think and kind of been the underlying theme of this show, right? We've talked about mm-hmm. our heroes who defend our country right. coming into Acrishore. We've talked about what away teams did in week one and how that changes into week two, um, you know, where it falls in favor of the home team. All these things lead to what we need the Steelers to do on Sunday, and that's defend the home turf. Don't give an inch. Minka talking about I don't want guys – to come in and celebrate. I don't want guys to have a good time when they're playing against me when they're on the field. Right. I, I That gets under my skid. Mitch, talking about the killer mentality you have to have. Well, you have to possess that trait, especially at home. Even if you don't believe it and you're, I am, I don't do any of that type of negative talk. I don't care, but you, you still need to go out and do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like when it's at home, home is where the heart is. Home is right. the place that you can fall back on no matter what happens when we step outside of our homes on a daily basis, Wolf? We wear, we, we put our armor on, and we're on alert. But when you come home, that's where you want to feel is the safest space because you made it as such. And so that's what the Steelers are now going to do because this is a <coughs> this is a home opener. Yes, this is the first opportunity in front of the home fans where it counts. You know, we had the two home preseason games, and yes, we won those. Right. So you could say, hey, we kind of. We kind of already started laying the foundation of what we want home home field advantage to be. But now this is where you start to actually put it in practical application. This is where you go out and, and what you've practiced is now what you need to preach on Sunday. Make it make, make a nice religious reference in there. But <laughs> <laughs> but you have you have to own home. Yes, you and do. No matter who it is, whatever the opponent, I don't care how good they are. Guess what? They're not going to be as good as you think they are because they're in our place. Absolutely. I want you to feel I want you to feel like, you know, when Superman went into Lex Luthor's headquarters, right? And he had the he had the kryptonite laced in, in there so it would it would diminish his skill set. That's what you need to have the opponent feel like. They're walking around in kryptonite thinking they're Superman. That's what they that's what they need to feel when they step into Acrisure Stadium on Sunday and every Sunday after that because the Thursday nighters in Cleveland and our Monday our, our other late night games are having to be away. So I can say Sunday, and every Sunday needs to be the home game. I just had to do some quick math in my head. That there was- you go. And it was nicely done. Oh, by yeah. the way, by the way, I got a text from Hoopy, and she says, yep, that yes. was a true story. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's back in uh, that, my I girl. Love back it. in it. Yes, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Thank you. See, there we go. Unlike Faith uh, corroborating your story about climbing up a ladder, right? Hoofy, moms always tend to do that. Moms are going to back your play. They're going to Your back wife's going to humble you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your wife's going to humble you and bring you back That's to reality. That's true. That is so true. But, you know, you're, you're right about the home field advantage. In what better way than against the hated Patriots? I mean, seriously. Yes. You think about it. Yeah. The one, if there's a boogeyman team out there for the Steelers, it's been the Patriots, wouldn't you say? Since the 21st century has started, they've been a gnaw in our craw. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, right. they, are, they are that thorn in the side that you just, I mean, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. 2004, this is my rookie year. And that's my second game dressing, actually, is against the Patriots. They're on that 22-game win streak. Remember that? Right, remember, I remember. Oh, my gosh. The vaunted 22, it would beat out the 76 Dolphins, da-da-da-da-da. Right. And Mercury Morris, blah, blah, blah. They came into Heinz Field, and we gave them a butt-whipping. Mm-hmm. I and remember had that. We, you know, what? Had we have known then what we know now, that you need to check all their cameras. <laughs> <laughs> And then they come back at the AFC Championship game that year. We went 15-1. and one, And they decisively beat us. It was like, how did they beat yeah. us so bad mm. when we've been so great? And, then, of course, we find out everything about, you know, Spygate and everything else. Just uh, wonder but, about but that. that. But that's, that's, just, the, that's just, the, just the tip of the iceberg of all the games to come and how yeah. that played out. And just, you know, as much as we hate the Ravens, as much, oh, I'm sorry, I should say hate's a strong word. Yes, actually, I'm going to use the word hate because <laughs> I do hate those guys. Um, as much as we hate the Ravens, like the Patriots, because they weren't in our division, we didn't see them twice a year. We'd see them once a year, every other year, playoffs. So it was like critical times when we saw them and the fact that they had that, it just kind of just, there was a mental, some type of mental edge they had on us that we just couldn't get over. No matter how many other teams we had beaten um, that we felt were physically better, their roster was better, their athletes were better, it always seemed that, you know, this this crew that, you know, that wouldn't win the all-bus team stepping off the bus um, would always get to us. And mm. that's something I'm hoping changes now in the Mac Jones era that we can finally take that advantage back and not allow them to be that boogeyman, so to speak, that, that we're always like, oh, my God, the Patriots again. Right. And think about it. I mean, this is now you've got Belichick without Tom Brady, you know, and it, it's that discussion of, you know, who made who. Uh, you know, I, I yeah. don't know. It's interesting, but there's an opportunity here because I don't think this is a, a great team. Just the limited, very limited, so, small sample I've seen thus far uh, there's a lot more between now and Sunday that uh, you and I we got to go through and make sure we're uh, buttoning down for the game. But right now, I, I this looks like a beatable team, and no doubt about it in my mind. Listen, anytime you got a guy on the roster named Lil Jordan, and that's his name, <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying, <laughs> the guy's name is Lil Jordan. Like okay. that, that, like that. You're gonna have to actually say his name at some point, Wolf, yep. if he makes a catch. Yeah. Um, and again, because he play, he plays in the slot. Um, Little but I'm like, Jordan. gosh, Yadni Kajusti. Think about that name, Yadni. Wow, wow. You know, I, I just their name, their names already just tell me they're going to get beat. You know, yeah. And, and and maybe that's a little bit of, of cockiness, but I also, you know, I expect my team to back my play. They they, they should back my mouthiness just like <laughs> I would back Joey Porter's, you know, mouthiness pregame 
stalking the 50-yard line. And, of course, they had to change that rule because of Joey Porter, where now you can't right, be anywhere right. near the 45. You had to give us a 10-yard bumper because, if not, Joey Porter was going to bump his fist into somebody's face. So, <laughs> Like in Cleveland? Like in uh, Cleveland? Remember what, that? Say, what do you say? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, let's see. I was watching. The allegedly. Pre- allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> the funny part was, while you guys are down there on the field, and this fight breaks out between Joey Porter. Was it William Green? I think it was his name. Yeah, William Green. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the so, running back. So I'm like doing a, uh, I'm like doing ringside, uh, you know, blow by blow, uh, you know, <laughs> commentary. You know, I'm on the sideline going, oh. Okay, he comes up. Green threw an overhand right, but no, Joey comes back. He rolls with it, came with the right hand. Oh, <laughs> Porter tagged him. Porter tagged him. <laughs> it was so yeah, funny. Mean, it was one of those things. And, and see, so because that was what? That was uh, my second year in the league, I think it was. I think it was 2005. I think so. So, offensive line, when we do stretch line normally, right. the line is towards the back. Yep. So... Well, we, you know, we, we line up in our in, in all the lines across the field and we run out. The line is usually the last two uh, in, in each row. So we run out. And so I'm on the ground. I'm doing this this awesome, great, you know, hurdler stretch. And I'm feeling good. I can get my nose to my knee back then. That's back <laughs> when I was fit and spry and limber like a rubber band. <laughs> and I just remember... I was down, and then I come up, and I'm like, what in the heck just happened? <laughs> and so, you know, initially, you, you you see it, and you're like, oh, man, they're fighting. No, they're just talking. No, they're really fighting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so then the what? next step is you get up, and you start, and everybody starts just running uh, <laughs> to, to go support their teammate. Yeah. And I was, I'm not going to lie, it was, one of, I wasn't fully stretched. I wasn't fully stretched, Will. So I didn't quite make it there in time for, for the action. <laughs> But I could see everything because I was taller than everybody else. So I could see over the crowd, and you could see what was happening, the blows that were thrown. And got, it was a bunch of guys. And, you know, all the defensive guys were there immediately. Oh, yeah. They, they were waiting for it. They, they weren't even stretching. They were just watching because they knew that – because Joey would just – he would walk along like the 49-yard line just right. stalking. And, you know, he had, he had his jersey curled up under his pads yeah. so you could see the abs, yeah. little Hawaiian tropic oil, you know yeah. what I'm saying, to accentuate, accentuate the cuts. It. yes. Yeah, you know, and he's just barking at him. He's, and apparently William Green just didn't want to hear barking today. He took the uh, cheese. I don't know why. He took the cheese, he man. He took the cheese, and it ended up. he ended up getting the stinky Limburger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Max, we got one more segment to go, my friend. Now, I'll say this. Our back is back, and at least he says so, okay? So, uh, you say, who is that, you say? Well, stay tuned. SNR, we'll tell you. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Trubisky out of the eye formation. Gives it, nope, fakes it to the fullback. Flat pass, touchdown, Maji Harris off the left side. Beautiful ball picking by Mitch Trubisky as he faked the handoff to the lead back, Derek Watt, and then just reared up and fired that little strike. Tanaji Harris rambling for the goal line, left side touchdown. Feel pretty confident for Sunday. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. That was Najee. He, you know, it's kind of funny, Max. Are you believing it? 
You know what I mean? Because, you know, as Mike Tomlin said, it's good to be young. You know, it's good to have those hopes. It's good to be able to heal quickly. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we'll find out uh, tomorrow, if you know, making sure that uh, he's able to get some work in. Because um, yesterday they had a very light practice, which by all, by all reasons they should. I mean, you go five quarters like that, that's, that's tough. Yeah, especially the defense needed that break. I'm oh, not going to yeah. lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, defense needed that break um, more so than the offense. And so you want that. And, and like I said, we had we had a number of guys that went down in the game. So you want to make sure that they're getting back to full speed. Um, and Wednesday that day, you know, you evaluate your team and you try and make sure you're doing the best by them. So I think Mike Tomlin, you know, took a stock and looked at the film, the physicality. Right. And said, you know what? We'll go a little bit easier today, but I don't expect that to be the same mantra on Thursday. Exactly so. Uh, I'm going to cruise down there today. But, uh, I, you know, I look at it. Najee says he's back. He says he's going to be ready to go. I think um, – I, 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 I believe him, you know. Um, I know one of the things he, he talked about, the fact, too, is that uh, he was glad for Jalen Warren to take 23 snaps because it took some off his plate. Uh, he averaged, what, 58 snaps a game last year. Uh, he had 980 yeah. touches by, by both, uh, you know, air and, and land. And, uh, you know, he says he welcomes Jalen Warren um, taking some snaps. But uh, at the same time, you know, Najee's – he's the marquee guy, man. He's, he's got – he's the big horse. He's got to be able to go. You, you, you're the guy we need to go, man. You're the engine right now on, yep. on that run game. Yep. So, you know – Whatever you need to do mentally to get yourself ready or physically to get yourself prepared, you know, we know that we have a greater chance of winning with Najee in the lineup than without. And it's always good to have your auxiliary support guys. And like you said, it was great to see Jalen get the reps, but I don't want to see Jalen as as our main guy just yet. You know what I'm saying? Because that means that Najee's out. And so I'm happy about it. I think the division labor is going to be good. But Najee, make sure you're being smart. And, yes, we love the passion, but like I said, I, I, I want you in week 17, not week 7. Right. <laughs> you, know, right. you know, I want to see you at the end of the season. Well, there's no doubt about it. One of the things I, I absolutely I, – I just couldn't believe it was watching him put a donkeration on Jermaine Pratt, the uh, linebacker from yes. – Yes. That was – man, that that was under and up. That was Chuck uh, Chuck Knoll, the rising blow, which he always used to preach all the time. I mean, it was, that was phenomenal. That kid. I mean, you talk about a stout young man. That young man is, is – uh, oh, man, he's got some strong pins underneath him. Well, you know, uh, there was a move in the WWE uh, performed mm. by the great Shawn Michaels – Ah, do you do you, yeah. do you remember what do you you probably don't remember what his finishing move was? It was called sweet chin music, and and that's what it was. It was sweet chin music, except it wasn't delivered with a with a spinning back heel kick. It was delivered with a massive leveraged battering ram, meeting face and hands, meeting chest of a guy that was not <laughs> expecting it. And it was it was glorious to watch. I'm not going to lie to you. It was you know who was to watch. one of my high school teammates? Who was that? Lex Luger. What? Yes, Lex Luger. Oh, he was one of my. Oh my gosh! You know, my, we had a high school team. I, you know, I, I, I've never told you this, but one, two of my teammates were Lex Luger, who was in the WWE, and also Jimmy yeah. Burt, who was a uh, uh, Pro Bowl nose tackle 
and had uh, had a couple. He's got a, at least one, if not two, Super Bowl rings. You know, he was a nose tackle for the New York Giants. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? So the human torture rack himself yes. was one of your teammates? Yes. Yes. Lex oh Luger. my gosh! Yeah. No, I I loved Lex Luthor. I mean, yeah, and his finishing move, the well, human he, torture. Now remember, rack. it was I mean, Lex it was, Luger. You know, like a, yeah. A yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, Le- right. Lex Luger. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I'm yeah. saying Lex. Yeah, I was sorry. Is 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 a little carryover from uh from the Superman, Superman. talk? Which, by the but, way, no. But I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yes, and, and I love Lex me, Luger. He yeah. told me he got the name. He took Lex Luthor. You know, and then he said, "Well, we got to change yeah. it." So he took Luger instead of Luther, and that's how he came up with his his wrestling name. Oh my God! See, so yeah. there we go. So there is a tie. I yes. wasn't too far no, off. No, you were. You were. That's why I, I jumped in. I wanted you to know yeah. you were right on. And really, L- listen, any dude that could that 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 can that can sport sport the banana hammock outfit in front of all those thousands yep. of people. Yep. Much respect, but uh, Lex Luger. Yeah. Now Lex Luger was tremendous. I mean, I, I was a huge. That was back then when it was WWF and WW WCW days. But yeah, I loved Lex Luger. Um, you Great know, those, guy. Those, I, I attended all of those uh, matches when they came to Orlando to the arena, uh, the Orlando Arena. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so that was my childhood. So that's oh, oh man, that's awesome. Oh, uh, he's a great Way dude. To go. So different. He he loves Jesus, and his life has changed so much. And he's just a great guy. And I, you know, I I just uh, you know he unfortunately had a um, he, he had a situation where uh, in in his uh, his neck. And he he had partial paralysis, and it was really a tough situation for him. It was, it was he'd been through through a lot, but he's really a good guy. Oh yeah, most def, most definitely, and you know, and that's the funny thing. Like you know, the the when we talk about gladiators in the arena, isn't it funny how guys who are former football players transition to wrestling, wrestling just because yeah. it's that similar feel to it, you know? Yes, and because because one of my college teammates, that Bullard. Um, was it was it was it was in the WWE for a long time? He's retired now. Oh, really? But he was Titus. He was Titus O'Neil in WWE. Oh, Titus O'Neil, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So that 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 he was my big. He he was actually my big brother in college, and so he was my mentor, and he's the one that you know that really took me under his wing. And so yeah, so I I love Thad for that, and he's awesome. I know, I know it was like I call him Thad, and people looking around, who are you talking to? I'm like. That's that. Oh, sorry, Titus O'Neil. Sorry, <laughs> Titus O'Neil is his name, not that Bullard who he's born. Given name, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's always funny how they come up with their names and everything. But they they are yeah. spectacular athletes. I mean, some of these guys, what they do, you see them coming oh. off the ropes and backflips and all kinds of craziness. Um, it's, I mean, that's you're nuts. Two seventy doing, you're two seventy do, do, doing doing circus gymnastic tricks. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like the human body should not be doing what they're doing in that in that process. So no, you no, know who tremendous. came to my gym one time? Mick Foley. Oh God, what a love guy. Mick Foley. It was a great yeah. guy. No, I mean Mick Foley's awesome. Well, we we could talk about that. You know, on later shows, we got to talk about our wrestling experiences. I forgot, but yeah. right. But right now we're we're gonna close out the show here, Wolf. Um, it was great. I mean, we got to talk about our men and women of military. Salute yes. to them and once again. Thank you for your service again. We talked about Mitch Trubisky, Minka Fitzpatrick, and all of their killer instincts and their gripes and gnaws under their craws. So, but uh, but tomorrow it's gonna be you and Wes breaking down the game. I will I will give some insights uh, for Sunday. Wait, I thought I was I going be... to Disney with you. 
you're not allowed to go to Disney. A ninja has to work, you know, uh, and, and <laughs> Wolf cannot vanish. be left by himself. Yeah, exactly. Ninja vanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Well, anywho, hey, if you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of our SNR podcast. Shows like The Drive, Locker Room with us, of course, and, of course, our Ninja Wes here. Uh, Steelers Blitz with also Ninja Wes and Moats. Steelers Standard with Tom and Jake, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, iHeartMedia app. Like I said, Spotify, Apple. You can find us everywhere that you podcasting choice. Uh, we're not, we're not going to discriminate against that. And uh, with that, I bid you adieu for the day. Wolf, enjoy practice. I You've will. been in the locker room with Wolf and Starks and the Ninjas here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.